I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to an Insights episode of the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer and this week I want to talk to you about something that Apparently, we all need, we all probably enjoy, and to some degree, we're all probably getting in some form or another. And that is human touch, human contact, specifically physical touch. Now, many of you who listen to the show will know that I've been looking recently at neurotransmitters and specifically how they relate to health and well-being. And the four I've been looking at are dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, or what we call Dose, D-O-S-E, a dose of happiness, a dose of healthy well-being. And I was looking at those and I very recently recorded about oxytocin specifically, but looking at all of those and making a list of how we can positively improve levels of dopamine or oxytocin or serotonin or endorphins. And the one thing that all these benefits had in common across all four neurotransmitters was human touch. So I thought it was worth recording something about this. I think in some ways it's an obvious thing, you know, we all need human contact and human touch, but I think a lot of us are really lacking it. And I'm not talking necessarily about sensual or sexual human touch, but of course that is part of it. But also a handshake, a hugs, eye contact, listening with your eyes. So really sort of listening and being communicating with the eyes that I'm listening, I'm hearing you. It might be a hand on a shoulder or just a a brush of the arm. Obviously, this needs to be appropriate human contact. The other person wants to to be able to receive it. And you need to understand, I think most of us intuitively do, you know, how much space to leave between you, whether someone would be receptive to a certain form of contact or not, whether a handshake's appropriate or maybe you can put your other hand to the left hand over their hand while you're shaking hands just to kind of generate a little bit more contact. Whether an arm on a shoulder would be a bit inappropriate. Most of us have this innate ability to tell whether it's appropriate or not, but obviously I'm going to preface everything I say by make sure the other person is receptive to that contact. Now, studies have shown that human contact, human touch has a number of different benefits for our well-being and enhances feelings of safety. It can enhance feelings of trust. It helps to calm the cardiovascular system if it's under stress. And it helps to activate the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is a nerve that runs literally throughout the body, hence its name vagus, which is, I think, from Latin, which means to wander. And it runs all across the body, and it's part of the parasympathetic dominant nervous system state. So you probably know, but very briefly, the nervous system, the autonomic nervous system has two branches, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic is responsible for our classic fight, flight, freeze reactions. 
So when we go to the gym and do a hard workout, we're sympathetic dominant. When we're running late for a meeting and stressed, we're sympathetic dominant. When we're feeling as though we're under attack, we're sympathetic dominant. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not. But ultimately, it's okay to be sympathetic dominant as long as we are having appropriate amounts of recovery. And when we're in recovery, we are parasympathetic dominant. And this is your classic rest and digest. So it's the state the body wants to be in for eating and absorbing the nutrients from food. It's the state the body wants to be in when we're getting ready for bed, for example, and preparing for sleep. And the vagus nerve is part of the parasympathetic dominant nervous system. So hugging and human contact in its different forms can help activate the vagus nerve, which is all part of that parasympathetic dominant state. And when that gets activated, heart rate can go down, blood pressure goes down. We are generally in a much more relaxed state and we'll get a dose of those neurotransmitters when we're in that state. Potentially, we may get some dopamine, we may get some oxytocin, we may get some serotonin, we may get some endorphins. So human contact is really, really important. Now, a lot of you will know that very recently I did the Bear Grylls Survival Academy, which was a five-day kind of in the trenches, intense survival school up in the Highlands. So one hour away from the nearest lodge, which happened to be the remotest lodge in the whole of, of the Highlands. So we're a long way from anything. And one of the things that we were taught at the outset before we were unleashed into the wild, as it were, is the rule of three, the power of three when it comes to survival. So you can survive three minutes without air, typically, three minutes without water, three weeks without food, but only three months without human contact. So studies have shown that it's about that point where we start losing it a bit, where you start to detach mentally. So that's how important it is. It's one of our basic survival needs or our basic human needs. So in this episode, I really want to just urge you to think about where in your life you get human contact, human touch. Now, this might just be down to simply hugging people more And I talked in my oxytocin episode a few weeks ago about hugging and we all get a little hit of oxytocin when we hug, but even a stranger, hugging a stranger and holding that person for longer than feels comfortable, so something like about 20 seconds, generates a big rush of oxytocin. So human contact via hugging is something that we can all go out and probably do, whether it's a friend or a child, even an animal. My dog, Cammy, comes up every morning when she hears the alarm go off or or someone get up to use the loo and she'll come upstairs and she jumps onto the bed, flops herself down against me in a spoon and we cuddle like that for about 10 minutes and that's how we start near enough every single day. So animals can do this as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be human but some form of warmth and contact with another. So that's a really lovely way to start the day. So maybe it's hugging, maybe you look to shake hands or you know, just reaching out to give somebody a hand, a literal hand. Using the eyes as well is a very powerful way of doing this. So eye contact, really listening with the eyes, really communicating with the eyes, holding someone's gaze, showing real interest. We can communicate so much through the eyes, you know. The face can look fierce and menacing, but the eyes have a twinkle. Or the face is smiling, but the eyes are revealing the true emotion. So that's it really. It's, it's kind of short and sweet. But have a think about how much human touch you really get into your life. How can you enhance that and boost that? Maybe you can go home tonight and reach out and just hold your partner or your child or your animal and make a note to do that more regularly and just just sit with that feeling and see what it feels like. Does it feel good? Do you get that dose of uh, dopamine, of oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins? And if not, try something else. 
but it's a really powerful way of making yourself feel good that doesn't require any expenditure, a great deal of effort. It maybe requires you to come out of your comfort zone a little bit if you're not a particularly tactile person. But other than that, it's free and it's easy. And hormones or neurotransmitters are really something I'm becoming much, much more interested in because I talk quite a lot about how we can change our physiology. Meditation is a really powerful way of doing it. Breathing is a really powerful way of changing your physiology. Smiling is another very powerful way of changing your physiology. And none of these things require a great deal of effort, of physical effort, of emotional or mental effort. But the payback can be huge. Is when you start to understand, okay, I, I don't feel very well. I don't feel that my well-being is in a very good place. I don't feel mentally I'm in a very good place. When you start to understand the importance of these neurotransmitters and what you can do to positively enhance them, I think that's very empowering. But let me know what you think. Give me some feedback on this. You can email me at leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, at bodyshopperformance.com. I love the emails I get from you, so keep them coming. Give me your feedback. Let me know if this stuff has worked for you. You can also contact us through social media. So we are uh, Body Shop Performance Limited on Facebook, at Body Shop Performance on Insta, at Body Shop PT on Twitter. You can go via the website, which is bodyshopperformance.com and hit the contact button and contact us there. Alternatively, jump onto social media, leave us a comment, tag us, maybe take some pictures of you with your animals, whatever it might be. We're always really keen to hear from you. That's it from me. I'll talk to you next week. All the best for now. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.